0: Hi, and welcome back to the Victim to Victor podcast. My name is Anu and I am your host. In previous podcasts, I have listed ways that can help you to overcome and rebuild yourself after surviving domestic violence or sexual assault. If you have not listened to them already, you may find them helpful if you have ever been victim to sexual assault or abuse, or if you know somebody who has. In this podcast, we will explore infidelity the causes of it and how we can combat its repercussions and consequences. I for one know the implications that infidelity can have as I was once victim to a deceiving partner and this experience not only shattered my self-esteem and self-worth, I actually felt like I wasn't good enough. To understand this lamentable transgression, we will travel through the journey of someone who has experienced cheating in their respective partnership. Infidelity, cheating and adultery are mere synonyms which direct us towards a common concept, disloyalty. According to Google, the definition of infidelity, including cheating, straying, unfaithfulness and adultery, is a state of being unfaithful to a partner and is a violation of a couple's assumed or stated contract of emotional and sexual ex- exclusivity. However, cheating is not as black and white as the definition suggests as the boundaries can be subjective and changeable for many couples. For instance, some partners may see watching porn as no big deal and may even partake in watching it together. However, for others, it can be extremely offensive to their relationship. In some cases, if your partner took on debt made a huge purchase or changed his financial situation without consulting you it can also be considered as cheating if you and your partner share joint finances so we can see that infidelity is a suspicious and questionable territory for this reason it's very important to establish with your partner the common grounds and boundaries within your relationship and to be clear about what actions you both consider are harmless and which actions depict or signify crossing the line. This process is important and vital for a stable relationship, as several cases of infidelity go unnoticed because society sections and categorises infidelity into a physical realm. Sharing sexual intimacy with anybody outside of the intimate relationship can be considered as the only sign of cheating, whereas there is an ocean of Treacherous deeds out there besides sex that still fall under the category of cheating. These can be small things, for example, platonic relationships, lies, secrets, and personal gifts to third parties. These can all be symptoms of emotional affairs, and for some, they need to be taken into account. Cyber or technological affairs can also be considered a form of infidelity today. For example, sexting and sending flirtatious inappropriate messages to somebody who is not your partner. So what leads to infidelity? There are numerous factors and the validity of factors can largely vary from eye to eye. Specifically between the fornicator's point of view and the survivor's point of view. Fornicators use multiple excuses to express their innocence. For example, they may argue that they were looking for excitement to escape their boredom. Unfortunately, the extent of this can lead to experimenting with other relationships, not just platonic ones. Additionally, some people also believe that pornography is one of the major causes of infidelity and so destroys relationships. Many people say that although watching porn from time to time can seem innocent, the long-term effects are rather harmful, as it can lead to the death of love and trust. In fact, it also increases expectations when it comes to sex, which can lead to non-satisfaction during sexual activity. Since sexual satisfaction is one of the most prominent needs in a relationship, many look for people beyond the primary relationship. the belief that their needs will be satisfied somewhere else. Other reasons dictate issues involving body image and weight gain. Ageing can also unfortunately lead to an affair or a divorce. In many cases, partners have traded in their ageing spouse for a younger model. This is indeed a shallow breed of behaviour which continues to persist. Evidence has shown that partners will also cheat to boost their self-esteem partners often feel that by sleeping with other partners, it will improve their sense of self-worth, signal their independence and increase their social status and popularity. However, many may say that you can't simply blame the adulterer. It is true that by cheating they broke the rules, yes, but it's very important to understand why they committed this in the first place. Often people who have committed adultery complain of lack of appreciation and respect from their respective partners and they complain about feeling and being unloved and ignored, therefore excusing their adultery because they are in a loveless marriage. They argue that the prime reason they committed these adulterous acts was to look for physical or emotional support outside the framework of their marriage or relationship. However, I must say that no matter how valid these reasons are deemed to be, the act of infidelity can never be justified. Couples can always seek guidance from a counsellor or participate in couples therapy. I do acknowledge the fact that such professional help can be financially draining and therefore too difficult. However, even if professional help is not attainable, couples can still resort to more conservative adolescent methods of communication that are equally as effective. For example, simply talking about their disagreements, reading advice books and going on dates can all help and will only work if the couples have good intentions and if they really believe that they can fix the relationship. Another cause of infidelity is because of the not married for the right reasons concept, where in many Asian countries this is a prominent culture of arranged marriages. Many young adults are even forced into a concept of marriage against their will. They may not be ready for such a commitment or they may already be in love with somebody else. They may even be homosexual but are still forced to marry a stranger of their family's preference. These reasons often serve as the grounds of infidelity. Similarly, there are cases where despite no mutual interest to continue with the marriage, people continue to suffer because of the negative stigma around divorce. Despite living in the 21st century, we are unfortunately still stuck in the orthodox mindset labelling divorce as shameful. Because of the stigma around divorce in many societies, many couples are trapped in an endless cycle of suffering, therefore making this another reason that accounts for infidelity. Some people also succumb to the the living in an unhealthy relationship, masked by a positive facade of the sake of the children. I'm also making this another reason that accounts for infidelity. Sometimes the liability or the proneness of infidelity can lie on both members of the relationship. Long distance relationship situations can contribute to the destruction of a relationship because this creates a sense of absence. With this absence then comes loneliness, which makes people attempt to fill that void. So they seek emotional support from others, and become too emotionally dependent on them. Even travel for work and living apart for extended periods of time leads to affairs. The impact of adulterous affairs and infidelity can be colossal, these romantic betrayals are emotionally and physically painful as they activate the parts of our brains that react to physical discomfort. According to a study conducted by the University of Michigan, when you are betrayed, the secondary somatosensory cortex and the dorsal posterior insula of our brain experience similar arousal to that when you experience a mild physical burn. Another direful effect. the victims is that they enter a state of rumination where they develop a tendency to repetitively think about the causes, situational factors and consequences of one's negative emotional experience. It's like obsessing over the betrayal, constantly thinking about why it happened. Many are trapped in a perpetual cycle of emotional suffering. Unfortunately, thoughts like could I have prevented it from happening, or did it happen because of me, often occur. Evidently, it scars one's self-esteem. When your partner has an affair, you often feel like you are not enough. Not funny enough, or sexy enough, not smart enough, or pretty enough. Another consequence of adulterous affairs includes public humiliation and embarrassment. It can feel like your most intimate relationship is now the topic of public conversation. The intimacy that was once simply shared between the two of you is now being talked about casually amongst friends, family and acquaintances. It is no surprise that this can make you feel naked, exposed and humiliated. It feels as if everyone is evaluating you for your flaws and imperfections that likely cause the trouble in your relationship in the first place. You feel uncomfortable for being put on the spot and consequently you are unable to process your feelings and emotions and these negative feelings trap you and wear away your confidence. After affairs, many people feel as if they cannot let their guard down Because you do not want to have to go through another affair as well as the emotional heartbreak that accompanies it. Suddenly your life turns upside down and the future that you once imagined is unforeseeable. That sense of safety, that sense of certainty is all gone and you do not feel like you can trust ever again. Unfortunately these negative thoughts and ruminations cause you to start developing trust and anxiety issues. Along with your sense of future, infidelity also disrupts your sense of the past as it undermines the truth about your personal history. It tends to corrupt your life story and you begin to question even the happiest of memories. You constantly review the past trying to piece together what you thought was happening with what was actually taking place. Many people beat themselves up for being so naive and then as a result to overcome this feeling of guilt and confusion, people often turn to drugs and alcohol without ultimately feeling the effects and that can lead to addiction. Rage is also a very common emotion which accompanies other feelings after being cheated on. You feel violated because your partner has had sex with somebody else without your knowledge and then has had sex with you, which can lead to health risks such as STIs or infections. Your partner would have also robbed you of your sexual agency, your ability to choose for yourself, the terms in which you do and do not engage in sexual activity. After all, would you have sex with your partner if you had known he or she had just slept with somebody else? Most likely not. Therefore, your partner has broken your shared trust of sexual oneness and fidelity. This is one of the most damaging violations and can leave you with a rush of anger and a sense of resentment towards your own body. Consequently, every time you engage in sexual activity in the future, you will be bothered and frustrated as if you have a lingering sense of doubt, therefore robbing you of your liberty to have sex in the future. Now that we have got an insight into the emotions, feelings and thoughts of a person who has been cheated on, let us talk about some restorative treatment and therapy ideas. Unfortunately, the emotional wounds brought on by betrayal can be so submerged into our subconscious mind that it can be difficult to extract them. However, in some cases, meditation can help to reach the root of your former deception and can help to jumpstart the healing process. I recommend quietly meditating for a few minutes each day, investigating the contents of your brain and eliminating old memories or thought patterns that keep you stagnant. Another technique is forgiveness. This may seem hard at first, but depending on the circumstances and how much the person means to you, forgiveness will benefit your mental health a lot. Forgiving does not simply mean accepting the wrongful behavior of others. Instead, it means detaching from the pain, frustration and bitterness buried within. Forgiveness can allow us to achieve freedom and liberation like a ship dislodging from a dock. Life is our open sea when we pardon the past, but if we continue to harbor hatred or anger against others, our personal progress is hindered. Another technique that can allow you to be more positive is to cast off and throw away all of your negative emotions on a piece of paper. Just try writing down your worst cases of betrayal that you have experienced. Capture the emotions, describe the terrible moment and highlight the magnitude of the event. Try to get it all out of your system no matter how long ago it occurred. Then fold this piece of paper up and in a dramatic way get rid of it. You can toss it into a trash can, throw it into the ocean or even flush it down the toilet. I'm not encouraging you to litter the streets with letters of betrayal, of course, or clog your bathroom for that matter. But I do want you to eliminate any traumatic events by disposing of an object that holds your darkest emotions. Remembering that you are not alone can also help with the healing process and journey to recovery. Remember, you are not the only one to have ever been betrayed and you are certainly not the only one who wants to regain faith in others. So try to surround yourself with a positive group of people who are on the same faithful path as you. Join a community of people who will empathise with you. Use your life lessons to spread awareness and associate yourself with volunteers who support the cause of healing after being cheated on. Finally, try to motivate yourself to share your story with others around you. This will allow you to feel empowered again and will allow you to cleanse your body of all the negative burdens of the past. It will allow you to regain an element of trust in your life, I promise you. Try to focus on what you need in life instead of ruminating about lamentable, distressing thoughts and emotions. Like try aromatherapy, a warm bath or soothing music to relax to and to improve your sleep. Rather than skipping meals when you feel nauseous or have no appetite, snack on energy-boosting foods and keep yourself hydrated. Watch some of your favourite movies and familiar television shows that can calm and comfort you. Remember to try out some other hobbies too. For example, activities like yoga, walking, reading or gardening all offer mood Boosting benefits. As you move forward after betrayal, remember to take it easy on yourself. Even the strongest people have bad days, and even the nicest people can get betrayed by their closest friends. Give yourself time and space to recover. Let your injuries have time to heal. Recovering from a blow this severe takes personal commitment and you must decide to heal and then stand up for what you believe in and the future that you deserve there are numerous sufficient tools out there to support and help you to do this so do not fear remember that you are so much more than just a person who was betrayed there is so much more to you so remember to continually embrace that While this episode comes to an end, please do not forget to check out my book, Victim to Victor, which is now available on audio and where I have shared my journey of evolving through travel, self-help and a determination to cast off my damaging past. It is my humble attempt to reach out to fellow survivors of abuse and to impact the lives of those who feel helpless. I am confident it will help others to find themselves just as I did. I also have a 12 week self-development plan which is absolutely free and aims to guide you to find your higher self. I will add the link in the description below. Please like the podcast tag somebody or share it with somebody you know who is going through a similar situation or who needs help. I will be back with another podcast soon until then take care and stay empowered my friends.